0: Praise the Lord, everybody. This is David Kellogg, and I am excited to be speaking with you on this podcast again today. I'm going to be talking to you on what I believe to be an incredibly important uh, and foundational uh, principle in every Christian's life, and that is the importance of guarding our mind. I'm going to be reading from the book of Isaiah, the 26th chapter, verse 3. So get your Bibles, get your study guides, your notebooks ready, and let the Lord bless you today. So Isaiah twenty-six three tells us you will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you. I don't know about you, but I want perfect peace. And I, I am of the belief that this is what the entire world is striving for today. The Bible says that you will be in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on Jesus. And the one who has their mind stayed on Him and trust in Him is the one who will attain perfect peace. And So I want to talk to you about that today, about the importance of guarding your mind and your thought life. And I was thinking about computers. We just recently bought a new computer and I got to thinking about how Uh, Less than 50 years ago, the first personal computer was invented. And over the years, companies like Microsoft and Apple have created uh, an advanced, amazing technology in the space of personal computers. And they were initially, when they came out for business, supposed to allow people to work 20 hours a week to get 40 hours of work done. But unfortunately, just the opposite has happened. Now we're expected to work 40 to 60 hours a week and get 100 hours of work per, de- work per week done. So it hasn't necessarily translated to less stress, but we certainly can be more efficient if they're properly used. But with all the advances of technology, there there will never be a computer as powerful as the one that God created called the human mind. Experts have studied our memory system in our mind for many years, and they've found that every single event that has happened in your life, whether large or small, has been recorded in your memory. The Bible says that we are wonderfully and precisely made, and God has made each of us unique. So what I'm I'm talking to you about today is that it's it's very important for us to guard this precious gift that God has given us because our mind plays a very important role in our walk with faith, in our walk of faith. And Satan's favorite area to work in is the area of your mind. Some would call it the battleground of the mind. And the only entrance Satan has into your personality, into your thoughts, is through your mind, uh, into your emotions. But, But fortunately today, you control the door. The only access he has in your life is what you give to him. That's why Paul tells us in Ephesians 4 verse 27, give no place to the devil. Don't give him any place in your mind or your thoughts. The Bible also tells us in Proverbs, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. If you allow yourself to think negative, worried, fearful thoughts, then guess what? You're going to become a negative, worried, and fearful person. Because you can't think defeat and expect victory. You can't think poverty and expect wealth. You can't think the worst and expect the best. It just doesn't work that way. You've got to be extremely careful and aware of what you allow your mind to think about and dwell on because everything starts with a thought. Sin starts with a thought. It may start with something very small and that computer, that processor in your head processes that thought and you allow the enemy entrance into that thought by dwelling on it and it grows and And because your mind is where actions begin, it starts with a thought. But God gives us a tremendous promise that we read in Isaiah 26, and it said, I will keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind stayed on me. Everybody in the world is looking for peace. People are trying to buy peace with money. Some are trying to buy peace with fame and fortune and notoriety. But the only way to have true peace and happiness is to have it through Jesus Christ. It doesn't come from Republicans or Democrats. It doesn't come when you reach a certain career level or status. All of those things will let you down, but Jesus is the one that can fill the void that's deep down on the inside of you. There isn't anything wrong with money. There's nothing wrong with houses or a career unless we put them ahead of the Lord. They will bring temporary pleasure for a season, but only peace with God is everlasting. Only Jesus will satisfy your soul." See, we live in a very negative society. Our culture focuses on what's wrong and not what's right. What's missing and not what we have. All you have to do is read or listen to the news and see if the major focus isn't on the negative. Rarely do you hear good reports. It's all division, confusion, chaos, negativity. And no wonder depression and suicide and anxiety are on the rise because people are consumed with so much confusion and negativity. But listen to what Paul says in Romans, the 12th chapter. He says, be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. When he's talking about the world here, he's talking about the world system and culture around us. And what we have to realize is that the world system, the culture of this world, goes against the things of God. And it seems like the culture of our world is getting worse at a rapid pace. The world says, get everything that you can get. You know what God says? He says, it's better to give than to receive. The world says, do whatever you have to do to climb the ladder of success, even if it means destroying others to do it. God says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. The thinking of the world is totally against the thinking of God. Amen. We get the word transform. When Paul said transform the mind, we get that word transform from the Greek word metamorpho, which we get our English word metamorphosis from. And the meaning of the word metamorphosis is a radical change. See, you and I choose every day what we're going to think about, what we're going to dwell on. And we can all think of a thousand negative things that might happen to us. What if my business fails and I go bankrupt? What if I get in an accident and get injured? What if I get a disease and get sick? And what if this one's elected president or the other? You can think about and worry and if yourself to death. Amen. And you've just got to rise up today in the name of Jesus. You've got to make a decision and, and say, it's time for radical change in my mind. It's time for transformation. And you've got to refuse to let your mind dwell on all that junk. See, the Bible tells us what we should dwell on in Philippians 4 verse 8. Paul says, think on things that are pure and honest and of a good report. And if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things, things that build you up not tear you down. Think on all the great things God has done for you. Think about the promises of the word of God. And when you do that, you just start feeling better. You start feeling joy in your spirit, and in your soul. See, if you're continually thinking about the goodness of God, you're not going to have time to worry and complain. If you're always meditating on God's promises, then you're always going to be filled with a good report. The words that come out of your mouth are going to be faith-filled words, because the only thing that matters is what God's Word says. Amen. He's the creator of the universe. He spoke worlds into existence. When he said, let there be light, light instantly came. I believe that he can take care of you and me. Amen. See, the Bible tells us in Psalms 1, Blessed is the man that doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in this does he meditate day and night. And it goes on to say, Whatever he does shall prosper. But it says this will only happen when you meditate and fill your mind with the promises of God's word. The word meditate means to dwell on. And when you meditate, when you dwell on the word of God, you start to see yourself as God sees you. And this is so important because you'll never live a life of victory until you first see yourself victorious. You'll never get out of debt until you first see yourself out of debt. You'll never break free until you see yourself free. See, it's impossible to remain the same as you're, as long as you're meditating on God's word. You can't stay in defeat and depressed and discouraged when you're filling your mind with the promises of God. You begin to develop a godly self-image and you will constantly be changed, renewed, transformed into the person God wants you to be. You don't have to spend four hours a day meditating. You just need to memorize scripture and quote them over and over again. Uh, Tell yourself no weapon that's formed against me will prosper. I'm more than a conqueror. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. God is faithful and a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. And the Bible says when you've done everything you know to do, to just stand on the promises of God. And the great thing is that when you do it, in our it, it won't be your strength and it won't be your ability because the bible says not by might nor by power but by my spirit saith the lord it's only by god's spirit in us that we can overcome that's why we need to be filled with the holy ghost because it's by his spirit We can't stand on our own. We can't fight the enemy on our own. We need the power of the Holy Ghost that will keep us and protect us and order our steps in his mighty and powerful word. So when those negative thoughts come, there's three simple steps that I want to close with today. First, I call them the three R's. First, recognize where those thoughts come from. Know when those thoughts come from the enemy. Second, reject those thoughts immediately. And third, replace those thoughts instantly with the word of God. Amen. I may be speaking to someone here today that has been oppressed. Your mind and your thoughts have held you captive. But I'm here to tell you today that you can be free. Amen. You can get deliverance. You can take control. And God wants to help you to do that and to be an overcomer. Let me pray with you in closing today. Lord, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for your word that's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. I pray that you would touch each one that's listened today. I pray in the name of Jesus that your anointing would cover them, that your word would fill them, and that your spirit would would overshadow them. I pray, God, against every evil spirit and every demonic attack, Lord, uh, on our minds. I pray that the whole armor of God would be on your people, starting with the helmet of salvation to protect our mind and our thoughts. We give you the praise and the glory today. Only you are worthy. We honor and lift up your name in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.